episode of the Cajun Conservative Show where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and yes, we talk about the pursuit of happiness and we show you, the world, that Cajuns do have intelligence. We might per- mispronounce names and certain words, but I promise you, we do have intelligence. <laughs> Hope you're having a good one, good week, wherever you're located. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. You should rejoice and you should be glad in it, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I told someone the other day, it could be a lot worse. It, it could be a lot worse than than, uh, than what we have. And a lot of people are like, well, Isaac, how can I get any work? Well, you could be, you could be, you know, I don't know. It could just be worse. I, I, I learned as much as I have problems, I always, and it's unfortunately, but there's always somebody that has it worse than me. We should be compassionate and ask the Lord to give strength and, um, you know, wisdom to the people that are having it bad out there. And ladies and gentlemen, it is bad out there. Um, you know, you know, I was, I was thinking of some the other day about, uh, about living paycheck to paycheck. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I have BJS Media, but it's not it's not as big as maybe some media companies like the Daily Wire and stuff like that. Uh, we have sponsors and all that stuff, um, you know. I, but I work a, a forty to fifty hour week job, and that depending on the weather because I work as I, I have a dump. Uh, well, I work for a dump truck company, and if it rains, you can't haul mud. Uh, if you ha- try to haul something, you better hope it's dry enough for you to uh to get in you know get there and not get stuck so if it's raining you know that really puts a damper on a lot of things and ladies and gentlemen i you know look i'm getting my bills paid but ladies it's hard out there and and look this is what gets me upset about when i hear the president or i hear people on the left say well you know things are getting better you know, this Thanksgiving, we it was brought the, the food prices were down so much. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it at all. I, I thought things were still pretty high. Inflation's down, the government tells you. And um, yeah, the inflation's down, but the cost of living is up. They did something, and I, I can't remember all the details. I, I, I talked to somebody about inflation. They explained it to me very well, where if you if you raise up the cost of living, inflation goes down. They, they balanced it out to where you have right now 3-point-something percent inflation, but the cost of living still up. And ladies and gentlemen, people are paying more taxes than ever before. Yes, we're still under the tax cut, but ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's kind of funny how Biden, in his conniving, scheming ways always gets you know the upper hand on people and ladies and gentlemen it's, it's hard sometimes but like i said look I, i'm i'm fortunate god has blessed me to where all my bills are paid and, and and i have a beautiful family my family's taken care of i never went without a meal as you could tell um but ladies and gentlemen it there is some people out there that that unfortunately living paycheck to paycheck is not enough and we should keep them in your prayers and this is this is some stuff that that I, I, I'm 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 looking at, you know, um, how, how can we how can we go ahead and turn this country around? And ladies and gentlemen, it is, you know, look, Republicans are not the solutions to all your problems, but the Democrats are the cause of all your problems. And I, look, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to to that, that's a phrase that Dan Bajino used, but it, it's it's it is good, ladies. Now look, like I, I like on TikTok the other day, I. I had a, uh, not TikTok, on YouTube, I had someone comment and saying, look, both parties are bad. And I agree, both parties have their issues. But I, I still, right now, I still would rather Republicans than Democrats in office. You know, and look, a lot of people might ask, because we might bring this up about third-party candidates once again, because uh, Liz Cheney, we're going to be bringing her up in a little bit. Um, but, but Liz Cheney has thought about doing a third-party run. You have... Uh, you have uh, you have her. You have John Kennedy, uh, uh, John uh, F. Kennedy. You have uh, yeah. There, there's probably a libertarian um, candidate out there. The Tiger King is running from prison. Uh, him and Donald Trump might have something in common. I don't know. I'm just you know. And look, I can hear all you Trump supporters. Hold on, I don't think he's gonna go to jail. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. It, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to make a joke. Um, but I, honestly, you know. Uh, Republicans are the best fit for us right now. They're not the solution to all our problems. But ladies and gentlemen, you, you can't vote Democrat because they're the cause of all your problems. 
Ladies, I'm, you know, look, I wasn't planning on going this route. It's just stuff that, that I got I got uh, in my, like, in this noggin right here. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we didn't have war. With Don, we didn't have war with Putin. Well, we didn't have war at all. There was no war in the, uh, in the world that I'm aware of under the Trump leadership. Um, the border was secure. Um, you, you, there's a lot of things that, 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 that were under the Trump administration that, that worked. And the first day in office, President Biden decided to take, the, take it all away. And guess what? Now, now look at the mess we're in. We didn't have no, half of these problems when Donald Trump was president. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm just, you know, that's that's my two cents on this before we get to our main story. Um, There there was a Republican uh, presidential debate. At the time of this recording, uh, I am recording in in the middle of it or right before the start of it. So uh, I have a recording at home. So I'm probably going to watch it when I get home after the recording, when I go do my edits and stuff. And I'm going to probably talk about it on the next episode. That's my plan right now, unless something else changes drastically. Uh, but that's one of my plans. I'm going to discuss that. And uh, it's just fitting that I, I talk about that on the next episode when I watch it all the way. And I want to see how Ron DeSantis does. So we're probably, I'm probably going to watch that uh, after recording this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, go check out our affiliate marketers and our sponsor of the episode, which is Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Great company here in the great state of Louisiana. Go ahead and check them out. Uh, if you are a trucker and need a new truck or need something for trucks, they, they'll be able to help you out as much as can uh, as much as they can. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, Liz Cheney is back in the in the in the media. Now, she has been gone for a while. And I I, I just Liz Cheney, it bothers me about Liz. Something bothers me about Liz Cheney. Uh, First off, she's just like her daddy, Dick Cheney. He was the vice president of this great country for eight years under the, I was about to say glorious years. But the Bush Bush administration, they had some issues. It was better than what we have now, but they had some issues. Um, But ladies and gentlemen, uh, her daddy's Dick Cheney. Um, the, The Cheney family is one of those family that's a jewel in politics for some reason. Um, she made herself famous more, well, more famous than she was, uh, when she went ahead and publicly went against Trump. She was part of the January 6th committee and ladies and gentlemen, she, like I said, she hasn't been in the news for a while. Now this was from last Sunday. So, uh, she showed up on CBS Sunday morning and she made some interesting comments and the media took off with it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cheney makes news no matter what. But for her comments, it, it brought a slur of media attention on what she said. And I'm going to go ahead and play what she said right now and, and show and show you what she uh, we, what she said. I got something playing in the background. Oh, OK. Um, but yeah, so so this is what Liz Cheney said on CBS uh, Sunday morning. Donald Trump, if he is reelected, it will be the end of the republic. What do you mean? He's told us what he will do. People who say, well, if he's elected, it's not that dangerous because we have all of these checks and balances. One of the things that we see happening today is a sort of a, a sleepwalking into a dictatorship in the United States. So she said we're walking into sleepwalking into a dictatorship. Why did she say that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's been it's been told ever since Donald Trump ha- has ran in 2016 that if Donald Trump would get a, well 2015, if Donald Trump would get elected, he would be a dictator. He will go ahead and he would he would go ahead and and, 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 and oppose his rule on the American people, and it's starting up again, ladies and gentlemen, because as we know, Donald Trump lost the election in 2020. Donald Trump is no longer the president and we have sleepy Joe Biden. I call him backwards Joe because everything he does is backwards. He is president now and Donald Trump is running for the office of president. Again, he's trying to be the 47th president of the United States of America. And ladies and gentlemen, it's funny how she started this off as saying, well, we're sleepwalking into dictatorship why because as she said in the clip she said donald trump has told us what he is going to do 
Now, I understand policy-wise, she probably agrees with 90% of what Donald Trump believes in policy. Donald Trump just wants to close the border. Donald Trump wants to make sure that we have fair and uh, fair elections. He wants to make sure that the Justice Department, the FBI, and all the other branches of the government are not used against people like himself. Wrongly, he does not want to politicize the government. Now, he has made some statements that have bothered me where he has said, like, if you come after me, I'm coming after you if I'm president. And that was that's one of my fears if Donald Trump would become president. Would Donald Trump go ahead and clean house to stop corruption? Or will he go ahead and, and use those departments to go after the people that went after him? Now, he could, he could use it on the lines of saying, well, I'm the president of the United States. I have to make sure that we're fair and balanced, and we have to make sure we, 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 we take out all this corruption. And ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it bothers me when you have people like Liz Cheney and all these other news outlets. Who are the other news outlets? The Atlantic, the New York Times, um, uh CNN, you had, yeah, tons of, of news networks promoting what Liz Cheney says to try to sway the vote that Donald Trump will be a dictator and that Donald Trump will go ahead and, 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 and rule with an iron fist and he will go after the Democrat Party and his political rivals. And that, that, that him being a dictator is going to change America. Now, I heard some good points on this. I believe today, um, Donald Trump was president for four years. Did he go after his political rivals? And I'm going to use an example. Look, Hillary Clinton. Remember, he said, when I get elected, I'm putting her in jail. Hillary Clinton never saw the inside of a, a jail cell. Uh, after, if you remember correctly, after the election, he just said, look, I'm going to leave her alone. I'm going to let the American public have an opinion of her. I believe he said. So ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump did not go after Hillary Clinton. He didn't go after his political rivals. Donald Trump just followed law like at the border. A lot of people saying it was a dictatorship what he did at the border. No, Donald all Donald Trump was doing was following the law that was placed there that was ignored by presidents of the past, including Republican presidents. Um, you never seen Donald Trump rule as a dictator. Now, on the left, there were some that would say, hold on, Isaac, he was a dictator. He did this. He did that. And they're going to throw claims out there that are that that are not truthful. And, and you, you can't you you, you you could call him a dictator, but he was not a dictator. But the media and Liz Cheney believe that we're walking, we're sleepwalking into dictatorship. But ladies and gentlemen, she I don't know where she's been at. I think she fell off a rocker one too many times since 2020. If she looks at the current president now, I, and look, I'm not calling President Biden a dictator, but he has done some traits of a dictator. What do I mean by that? Well, using the DOJ and to censor speech. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been found out that Donald Trump, uh, not Donald Trump, Joe Biden and the Biden administration reached out to colleges to reach, because they can do it themselves, but they reached out to colleges, which the colleges did studies to show Facebook, at the time Twitter, and all kind of other social media sites to censor certain speech. The Hunter Biden laptop story. Do you know 17% of Joe Biden voters said that they would have known about the laptop the Hunter Biden laptop, they would not have voted for Joe Biden. Those are swing voters. Every bad thing about Donald Trump was plastered all over social media. Donald Trump would say something something about the Bidens on social media. They would censor him and other people. And uh, when the Hunter Biden laptop came out, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the government, the FBI, and all of them were saying, don't show nothing. Do you know what a dictator does when he comes into power? He eliminates free speech. Um, what, what does a dictator do when he comes into office? He removes the firearms after removing free speech. 
Okay, they, they, they take away the guns. And ladies and gentlemen, what has Biden done ever since he got into office? Now, with the help of Republicans, he did pass gun legislation. That was horrible. But ladies and gentlemen, every every time they have a shooting, look, we had a shooting, unfortunately, in the United States, I think in uh, Las, uh, maybe Las Vegas, I believe it is, and three people lost their lives. Now, we don't know how much the injury is. I don't have the story in front of me right now. But I I'm waiting for news articles to come of Democrats and Joe Biden saying we need more gun control. A dictator takes away this free speech. A dictator will take away, um, take away the rights to bear arms. Ladies and gentlemen, a dictator, when they come into power, go after their political rivals. And what has Biden has? And look, a lot of people say, well, it's not Biden. It's not Biden. Biden ain't doing that. It's the FBI. It's the Department of Justice. It's, you know who, you know who they answer to? The president of the United States. He's the commander in chief. They answer to him. Now, we, we know this. But now, now, we might know something else, you know, with speculation when he told a little girl, yeah, when I became president, I thought I'll give more orders, but I take more than give. So, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know who's running this country. There's, there's, a, there's a Muppet, pa uh, a, a, must, uh, a, pupper, a, pup, uh, a puppet master behind the strings. But, ladies and gentlemen, Ever since, ever since Donald Trump has gotten out of office, it's been threats of impeachment. It's been investigations. It's been looking at, looking into his tax records. It's been they they just been piling on to where now we had ninety one fe uh, felony counts and four indictments later. Ladies and gentlemen, and now 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 like I said, I'm not calling President Biden a dictator, but who has more traits of a dictator? See, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what, and look, I, who will Liz Cheney vote for in 2024 if it comes down to Trump and Biden? Well, you have to assume she's going to vote for Biden because she can't vote for Trump because she just can't stand Trump and she can't stand to vote for a dictator. So she's going to run for president and take votes possibly away from President Donald Trump or even Joe Biden. People might not like Biden. We, we have we have uh, we have uh, uh, we have we uh, have. We have polls showing this. So, ladies and gentlemen, for for Dick, uh, for Liz Cheney to come out and say that we're sleepwalking into a dictatorship, uh, she needs to. She might not be. She might not be sleepwalking. She might be. She might be. She might be wide awake, and she's just not seeing the facts here. Because what I said, the Democrat Party has more traits of being a dick, uh, promoting a dictatorship than the Republican Party. And ladies and gentlemen, we need, we need, you know, we, we need as a nation to stop worrying. Look at the facts. Let's just say like, stop worrying about, oh, he hurt my feelings. Oh, he did. No, look at the facts. And I, I just brought out three facts that show that, yeah, I'm not calling him a dictator, but I'm saying President Biden has done more things as a, like, we'll look to a dictator than President, Joe, uh, than President Donald Trump. Now, he was asked this question at a uh, town hall meeting on Tuesday night, which I watched. It was it was real good. Sean Hannity did a good job. And, uh, Sean Hannity and, and Donald Trump are pretty close, so it wasn't, you know, a lot of hardball questions. And I, I criticize, you know, hey, you need, if you're a journalist or if you have opinions, you need to ask those tough questions. But ladies and gentlemen, he did ask him about that. Hey, are you going to be a dictator when, uh, when, you, when you become president? And Sean Hannity had a big, big surprise on his face when he said, only for the first day. And he goes, what do you mean? He said, no, I'm going to close the border and I'm going to say, drill, baby, drill. We're going to start doing that on the first day. He said, the first and second day, I'll tell him I want that done. It's going to get done. He said, after that, I won't be a dictator. And Sean Hannity's like, whew. <laughs> because look, ladies and gentlemen, and look, I'm surprised. I am surprised. I haven't seen it yet. I'm surprised that they haven't clipped that part of that town hall meeting out and look Donald Trump says he's going to be a dictator without giving any context. But ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cheney and the media that is pushing this, that Donald Trump's going to be a dictator. He's going to ruin America. Um, he didn't ruin it when he was there for four years as president of the United States. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'll be right back in a few moments. So please stay tuned. 
How you doing, everyone? Isaac Hayes here. I'm here to talk to you about Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. I've been part of the trucking industry for a few years now, and I know the importance of finding a company that won't just sell you a truck or a piece of equipment, but will take the time to know you and help you through the process and checking in on you after the sale. That's why we are proud to announce our partnership with Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Smith Truck and Equipment Sales is a family-owned and operated pre-owned truck and trailer dealership in Lafayette, Louisiana, who have been serving Acadiana for over 40 years. They offer full service, parts and accessories, and financing. They also buy used trucks of all makes and models. You can visit Monday through Friday from 7.30 to 5 at their location at 3010 North Eats Evangeline Thruway. Or visit their website, smithtrucksales.com. You can also give them a call at 337-234-0557. And let their friendly and experienced staff take care of all your truck and trailer needs. Smith Truck and Equipment Sales. Tell them the Cajun Conservatives sent you. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Um, this next story I'm going to talk about, uh, it really bothered me. And I was like, really? It, 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 look, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have an issue at the border. Over 8 million individuals, not all legal. Well, they're all not legal. They crossed the border and... Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's just a it's a it's a mess down at the border. We we had a record broken today of I think a, of how many people are arrested or in the homeland securities uh, prisons or I think there was like twenty two thousand people that have been detained. Now I understand the eight million didn't come over last night. It was over the span of three and a half years. Well, look, look, we're going into the fourth year of the Ob uh, the Biden presidency. Because look, we are sitting at December six right now. We're a little under a month. Uh, we are a little under eleven months until the next presidential election. And ladies and gentlemen, we have eight million people now. It was about a two, two and a half to three million people a year crossing over the border. Now Sean Hannity likes throwing these numbers up where they talk about. The, the 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 countries these people are coming from uh, and some was from Afghanistan a lot of them from Iraq not Iraq Iran uh, some from China Mexico ladies and gentlemen Mexico didn't even hit the top two if I'm not mistaken but we're, we're under the impression that these are all Mexicans that are coming over that have a bad life in Mexico well you know I, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this if I was the president of the United States I would go take a trip to Mexico sit down with their president, their liberal hack president over there, and tell them, you know, you're living like a king over here. Why are your people fleeing to America? I, I would love to be a fly on the wall if we had a president that had the, the, the cojones to do that. But unfortunately, uh, but, but going back to the border, the border is a problem. And ladies and gentlemen, the, 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 the border states, except California, are having issues with these people crossing over now some like greg abbott uh florida's not a border state but florida has immigrants out there they they've sent them to liberal states to house them and like in new york it is a problem um chicago it's a problem and ladies and gentlemen it's a problem that needs to get fixed in the biden administration just don't want to go ahead and, and fix it for some reason. Uh, maybe they think there's votes. I don't know. But go, go, why am I bringing up this? Because why is there a problem? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's a problem in the United States when families in America want to go see their son play in a football game that served our country. What am I talking about? Well, this weekend coming up, it is the Army and Navy football game a great tradition i think is the 124th time that army and navy have met and that means it's 124 years ladies and gentlemen a great a tradition and props to cbs sports for allowing it to be on their network the, the, look it's not about look 
Army, Navy. I, I'm not in the military. I have no skin in the game. I think all our military personnels are great. I, I love this country. If you're watching the YouTube video or the Rumble video, you could tell I am very excited. Uh, I, I love America. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a patriot. But ladies and gentlemen, um, the, going, going to, it's sad again, as I was saying, this is 124th time. It's sad that family members of these service people that want to go watch their son play a football game can't get a hotel room. And you might be asking, why? Well, that's because the game is held in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Massachusetts being a blue state, they have illegal immigrants there and it's overpopulating. And the, the, these families requested these rooms and they got cancellation notices from the hotels that are being used by the state to house migrants. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. People that crossed over our country illegally are being taken care of more in a hotel room than the brave men and women's families that are going watch them for a weekend play a football game. That is a great tradition in America, the Army-Navy game. They're being, they're being turned away. And has prompted Senator jo uh, Joni Ernest of Iowa to demand action from the president regarding border security. Um, look, okay, I, look, I'm, I'm going to say this right here. Okay, we need border security. I brought it up at the beginning of this segment. But you know what gets me upset more? It's, uh, I'm upset about the border. These hotel managers listening to a state government that are housing migrants, illegal immigrants in this country. They don't have the right to vote. Supposedly I, we heard from, uh, I think it's from Chicago. I think it was Chicago voted that illegal immigrants can vote in their state elections, but these immigrants are, aren't supposed to vote. They don't, they, 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 they're not supposed to have access to our government needs. But this blue state has told the managers, cancel paying customers. The, 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 the service members' families for the migrants. And these hotels, I understand the government is probably paying them a lot of money. But what a slap in the face of our military. What a slap in the face of these men and women that serve our country. Now, I know this is West Point and the Naval Academy. These are the, the generals or the, 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 the lieutenants or the, the people that, that, are, that are trying to be officers playing in this game. But they're still military personnel. And to get a notification, you, you, imagine this as a, on the families, as, as a family member. You're going to watch your son play in this game. And you're excited and you're about to, you're, you're making plans to what, you, what you're going to do, why are you there, when you're not watching the game, what you're going to do after the game, you're going to go eat it. And you get a text message or an email from the hotel saying, sorry, we can't take you because we're overbooked. And you find out it's illegal, it's legal, it's illegal immigrants that are taking up the space. Now, look, I, I don't want people to, to get the, to the, 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 uh, the notion that I don't think we should treat illegal immigrants bad. I don't want you to think we should take them outside and throw them in the dirt and say, go back to your country, Mexico. I don't believe that. I think everyone should be treated fairly. But ladies and gentlemen, to, 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 to accommodate a non-citizen over a citizen that their children are serving in our military is shameful. And look, this is all because of the Biden administration. Oh, here you go, blaming Biden. No, I look, I said at the beginning of the segment, 8 million people. The Border Patrol 
Agents are overwhelmed, ladies. I, they just hit a high. I think I saved that story. They, they, they hit a high today. Uh, Migrants encounter hit daily record at southern border at Washington struggles to agree to a solution. They don't. It's not that they don't agree to a solution. They don't want to find a solution. Ladies and gentlemen, and look, I want to go. I'm going to go show the numbers because I have another story after this. I want to talk about. Yes, according to Fox News, my, uh, my, uh, migrants encounter at the southern border hit the highest total for a single day ever recorded on third, uh, Tuesday, making yet another record broken as part of the ongoing migrant crisis, which has hammered cities at both the border and across the country. Multiple Customs and Border Protection sources told Fox News that there were over 12,000 migrants encounters on Tuesday. Over 10,200 of those were Border Patrol encounters of illegal immigrants coming between ports of entry. Just at the time of this recording, it is November, December 6th. 1,200. I said 12,000. 1,200 migrants encounters. If, if I messed up, I apologize. One zero dash zero zero zero. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a lot. And the oh, we can't find a solution. They don't want to find a solution. Because if you wanted to find a solution, you would have found one already. It's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. The joke. That's why. That's why they're putting them up. And I understand that. But ladies and gentlemen. These people do not have access to this country, and it's sad. All right, more trouble for the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson. Why am I saying that? Because they, they, the, the Republican Party, along with the Democrat Party, expelled George Soros, uh, George Santos. I don't know why I say Soros. Uh, Mike Johnson was against that. Why? Because it would shrink his majority. Ladies and gentlemen, if you remember... There's five. There was five votes. I say there was five. Now there's four. Well, one Republican candidate, um, the guy that that took, uh, he was the uh, speaker. Uh, he was the he was the uh, interim speaker, I guess you could say. I can't think of the name. Now he's gonna he's gonna retire at the end of his term, which is is good. It, it hurts, but he's at least he's waiting to at the end of his term. But the the, uh, the 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 former speaker of the house Kevin McCarthy knowing it's a slim majority and maybe still butthurt that Matt Gaze removed him from his house speakership now like I said I've changed my mind on that especially after this I think Matt Gaze did right I think Matt Gaze saw what a puppet McCarthy was and I praise McCarthy I like McCarthy as speaker of the house but he announced December on December 6th which was Wednesday that he will resign from his congressional seat after being ousted as house speaker this is according to Fox News McCarthy made this announcement in an opinion piece for the Wall Street Journal this is what he quoted this is what he wrote no matter the odds or personal costs we did the right thing really okay <laughs> he didn't say that. I said that. Um, that may seem out of fashion in Washington these days, but delivering results for the American people is still celebrated across the country. It is in this spirit that I have decided to depart the house at the end of this year, 2023, not 2024, to serve the American, to serve America in a new way, probably as a lobbyist. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta stop adding this in. I know my work is only going getting started, McCarthy wrote. I will continue to recruit our country's best and brightest to run for election, election elected offices. The Republican Party is expanding every day, and I am committed to leading my experience to support the next generation of leaders. Uh, McCarthy's sermons, sermons. It's often seems that more Washington does, the worse America gets. I started my career as a small business owner, and I look forward to helping enterprise, uh, enterprises and risk takers reach their full potential. The challenges we face are more likely to be solved by intervention than legislation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, this is a problem right now. He's going to quit this year. Not at the end of his term. 
this year. He's going to go. He he found another endeavor. This sounds like a spoiled brat that did not get what he wanted. Let me explain. You have Kevin McCarthy that made promises to the conservative wing of the, the, the legislation, the House of Representatives. And everything that the, the, the House conservatives wanted, he either stonewalled them or he put it on a slow track. Mike Johnson gets in there. Within a month and a half of him being there, there's already talks of an impeachment inquiry vote and possibly of an impeachment vote into Joe Biden. There is more of the investigation rolling now on the Mike Johnson than it ever did under Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy lied to get his spot. Now the, the conservatives were not having it. So nine months into his uh, speakership, they removed him. Yeah, they teamed up with the Democrat Party. I did. I disagree with that. But now, now, now he's saying that Matt Gaetz should be put in jail. He's making, th- not threats, but he's making statements about other conservatives. Well, I can't say other conservatives because he's probably a rhino. Um, Kevin McCarthy's best pal, McHenry, the one that took his spot after he was ousted as speaker, now announces he's stepping down. So it, 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 this is why I say it's hurting Mike Johnson. He's slimming the majority. Now you don't have five votes. You have three votes. Three votes at the end of the year. Do you, Look, what do I... Look, and Kevin McCarthy said he likes Mike Johnson. I wonder if he's trying to sabotage Mike Johnson. A pundit said today, and I agree with him on, on this note, um, what, if some, what if the Democrats convinced three rhinos... To remove Mike Johnson and put Akeem Jeffries in his spot. Kevin McCarthy says in his statement that he he wants to he, he he's gonna serve America in another way. But if he stays in the House of Representatives, he would help America by letting the Republicans hold the House. It was almost impossible to pass legislation with five votes. Now we only got three. Remember, they took out George Santos, which did he lie? Absolutely. I, I, but you let the voters decide if they want him back. Ladies and gentlemen, McCarthy, and on the other hand, is that child, that spoiled brat that's on the side of the road or went to have a play date and I'm taking my toys and I'm going home. Because they did not let him stay the House Speaker. And look, this man right here, look, like I said, I thought he did a decent job. I'm not going to give him an A+, but I'm not going to give him an F- either. But ladies and gentlemen, McCarthy, to do this, showed me his true colors. What did McCarthy want? He wanted power. That, that's, that's what it looks like. Because when a man, a man's, I'm going to quit because I didn't get in my way. Instead of putting your big boy pants on and having a set and doing what's right and, and helping the American citizen. I'm going to take my toys and I'm going to go home. Kevin, if, if Kevin McCarthy was like this, he needs to go. Now in the district that he's in, it is favored. Heavenly for Republicans, they're probably going to have a special election sometimes after January to fill that spot until the 2024 elections. Now, if it's a more conservative Republican, hey, thank the Lord he left. We got a better. But what about until that, that seat is filled? That congressional district ain't getting representation. Ladies and gentlemen, I just this showed the true colors of Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy wanted power. And when he lost that power, I'm going to go home. I'm going to quit. That's that, that I'm giving you the 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 the, the finger up there. It, it it sabotages Mike Johnson. And ladies and gentlemen, look look, it might be he's sitting there, he's like, "Hmm. Mike Johnson's doing a better job than me." 
And ladies and gentlemen, if, if maybe Matt Gay saw through this. See, that, that's what it's funny how things happen after all this stuff. We're starting to see Kevin McCarthy's true colors. Now, like he said, he's going to help entrepreneurs and enterprises and stuff. He's, he's probably going to be a lobbyist. He's going to, he, he's not going to help the America. He's going to help his back pocket. Because unfortunately, politicians like this, if they're acting like this right now, that's showing their true colors. And it's showing me that I'm glad Matt Gaze removed him from the House Speakership. And ladies and gentlemen, but like I said, him, him leaving hurts Mike Johnson. Now we got to see what Mike Johnson has to do. And we're going to have to see what, what, what his strategy is to get things done in the next, con next year coming up. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and take our final break. We'll be right back in a few moments, so please stay tuned. How you doing, everyone? Isaac Hayes here. In America, hair loss is a problem for most adults. 60% of men will have to deal with hair loss by the age of 50, and 50% of women will experience hair loss in their lifetime. Now, some people may not worry about the receding hairline, but if you are, I want to tell you about Hair Club. Hair Club has 40-plus years dedicated to restoring hair and rebuilding confidence. They have over 650 expert consultants and 120 locations across America to help you on your journey to stop your hair loss. If you would like to see what Hair Club can do for you, go to the description of this episode and hit the link to their website and schedule an appointment with one of their consultants to get you what you need to restore your hair. Remember to use the promo code BGSMedia10 at the checkout to get 10% off the price. You're my peace of mind When this old world seems to get me All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Concerto Show today. I just looked at the clock, and I'm like, wow. Time really goes by fast when you're having fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and look, you know, at the time of this recording, uh, I usually do this after church on uh, on a Wednesday night. And um, unfortunately, church had to be canceled due to some stuff going on. And uh, I was like, OK, I'm going to go record. And now I'm recording. And uh, I took a shower. I ate supper. I did, I did all that before. So I'm really energized. I'm ready to go. And look, we have some we have some ideas coming up in January. Hopefully, we're going to start implementing some stuff uh, that can get some more stories out there. But ladies and gentlemen, this was one of those half of the weeks where almost all the stories came in the first half of the week. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm not trying to ramble too much. I, there's some stories I really want to talk about. So I'm going to try to give two to three minutes uh, a piece of these stories. And um, we're going to go ahead and see what happens. Um, the House and the Senate have been busy. They've been extremely busy, uh, especially today at the time of this recording. According to Politico, Senate GOP blocks billions, 100 billion foreign aid uh, plan. This was the plan that uh, that gave 60% of funding to a Ukraine and only 14% of it went to Israel. Um, there also a few of the, the aid will go to Taiwan and uh, they, some other stuff. Um, the mostly party line vote was 4951. It did not reach this threshold. This was to continue the debate. Now, this was going to be a long shot if this plan was ever going to go through because Mike Johnson said he wasn't passing this through because it need, they needed some stuff done and this $100 billion plan did not do it. Um, so the Republicans blocked it. Also, there was a lot of Republicans and glad they had glad. Sometimes the Republicans have a backbone. Um, they stood up to the president and said, no, we're not passing it. And they stood up to the Democrats and said, listen, if y'all not going to pass it, well, if y'all want to pass, you're going to have to put, do more for border security. And ladies and gentlemen, it, it got shot down. Now, th this this argument that Ukraine needs more money because according to President Biden, if we don't give them the money, which a lot of other countries stop giving money, by the way, because they look at it as a losing cause. And look, I'm, I'm not trying to go for uh, chase rabbits here, but the only you, the only reason Ukraine is still in this fight is because America is funding this war on their side. If America and look, they, they, they've come out and said, look, Ukraine don't have no more money. 
Ukraine cannot cannot survive without money right now. And the president is doing his darnest to, 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 to go ahead and get more aid to them. But the Republicans are like, hey, are, is this worth the investment? And look, I, I don't know if it was Kamala Harris or Karine Jean-Pierre. I can't remember. If, if Ukraine loses, we lose democracy. President Biden, if Ukraine loses, he's not going to stop at Ukraine. Well, step aside and let somebody else do the job then. If you can't stop him, then move on. But this is the Democrat mindset is that if there's a problem, we throw money at it and it's going to magically disappear. And that doesn't happen, ladies and gentlemen. But that happened. They blocked it. That's a good thing. Um, Republicans also shot down Biden's EV mandate. This happened just a few minutes ago when I was looking at this. Even with some Democrats help, ladies and gentlemen, five Democrats. Now, this EV mandate was to, uh, I think, like to make certain vehicles. Uh, yeah, well, it was a federal uh, mandate that was targeting gas power vehicles, which, according to the White House, are designed to uh, ex uh, ex uh, accelerate the transition to electric vehicles. For some reason, the Biden administration believes that if we go ahead and go EV, we're going to be total utopia. We're going to save the planet. We're going to have green, more green grass. We're going to have more green trees and everybody's going to be happy. Um, but it was shut down. And like I said, five Democrats, this was a bipartisan bill that was shut down, by the way. Not a bipartisan. It was, it was voted to be shut down bipartisan. You won't hear that on mainstream media. But, yeah, the, they, they, they go ahead. The passage of the CARS Act in a massive, uh, in a massive victory for every customer in the entire American auto industry, Wolbert told Fox News Digital. The Biden mandate has always been unrealistic in a textbook study on how central planning and Biden economics simply do not work. Mandating EVs has never been a responsible or affordable solution, ladies and gentlemen. So that is shut down. And look, this is not going after your car. No, they're going after your washing machine. They're going after your, your, they're going after your, uh, your hot water tank. They're going after your ACs. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it, it is a, um, it is bad. They, but the government, the Democrat party, they always do this. They always, they, they try to control you, the American citizens. Like I said, they're not going to go without an electric car. And look, I even have a story uh, I, I also have a story of the, I think it's the, let me go find it. If I didn't delete it. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, there was a state. Yeah. Michigan's governor Walmer ordered the state government fleet to be 100% electric. Ladies and gentlemen, that, I hate to see if there's a national disaster that goes through there. When people are going to try to evacuate an EV, uh, now, this is according to Donald Trump because they did have a debate, a uh, uh, town hall with Donald Trump. I said I watched it earlier. It was real good. He made a point like this. He said EVs can only go maybe 300, 400 miles. They want the military to go EV, by the way. This is the Biden administration. All of a diesel engine. Does a diesel engine can go like he said, 2,200 miles? So I, I don't know if that's factual or what. But ladies and gentlemen, I know for a fact EVs can't go that far. I talked to a man, and this was me personally. I talked to a man in the Walmart parking lot and in the Walmart parking lot, I asked him, how far can you go in that thing? He said, I can go about eight hours. He said, I come here, I put it on the charger. I go shopping. It takes about an hour to charge. I started doing some research on that. That's a supercharge. Those, those pumps are them, them electric stations in Walmart, Target and other places. Uh, we have one on the Petco uh, by uh, Tesla. You, you plug in that, that car there. And you have to wait at least an hour, but that's a supercharge. If you're at your house, you have to buy a whole new mechanism to plug up to the electricity and it don't take an hour to charge up. It takes eight hours. So if something happens, you need to get to the police and you forgot to plug it up to your, your, your plug your car up. Guess what? You're hurt. You better hope Jeepers Creepers ain't coming after you. But ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is what the Biden administration wants. So I'm glad that the Republicans did this. Um, Biden to supporters, if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'll be running. So there, there's a lot of um, lot of speculation about Biden. He isn't going to be president um, past 2024, hopefully, because he will lose the election. But he's still considered, he's still saying he's going to run. Now, Donald Trump revealed that he don't think he'll make it to the, to the nomination. We would have to see. But ladies and gentlemen, 
the only reason Biden is running is not because he loves this country. It's because he wants to stop Donald Trump. That's how much they hate Donald Trump. They hate Donald Trump so much that they're that, that Biden is going to ruin this country just to keep him out of office. Now, the polls are showing that it ain't looking good for Biden. I don't believe polls. The last time I believed the poll, guess what? I got mud on my face because red wave, red wave, red wave, and there was no red wave. And we all trusted the polls, and guess what? The polls didn't mean till it's quiet. But for a man, to, for Biden to go ahead and tell, and this happened on Tuesday, to tell his supporters he's not sure if he would be seeking a second term in the White House in 2024 if President Donald Trump wasn't trying to win the job back. Ladies and gentlemen, that should tell people he don't really want the job. He thinks, well, this is, Donald Trump's hurting our nation. I mean, Donald Trump is, is hurting our party, and we just need to stop him. Now, people might say, well, he left the country. That's why he's trying to stop Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even think Biden could beat Trump. And look, the only, the only reason he beat Donald Trump in 2020 was because of a pandemic. Think about that. I'm just saying. They bend the rules to get mail-in ballots and stuff like that, and it, it, a lot more people voted than they normally do. And look, a lot of people, well, that's a good thing. Not if you're not uninformed. If you're an uninformed voter, you're just voting because of D's behind your name, it's not good. And ladies and gentlemen, if, if Trump wasn't running, I'm not, I'm, sure, I'm not sure if I'll be running. Well, drop out. Let Gavin Newsom run. Let Kamala Harris run. Let, let, let somebody else run. Let somebody else take up the mantle. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't have nobody else. Kamala's not popular. Gavin Newsom's not popular. It... It's it's a sad day in Denmark when you don't you don't have nobody to replace you, and they have to result to Joe Biden. Uh, Daily Wire reported the House votes to strongly condemn anti-Semitics. Nearly 100 Democrats voted present. Now, what is present? Meaning that you're there, but you're not gonna vote for the situation, ladies. And this is all related to the the issues with Israel and Hamas. Uh, but according to the article, the U.S. House of Representatives voted Tuesday to strongly condemn the rise of anti-Semitics in the United States and all around the world. And while the measure passed 3, 4, uh, 311 to 14, nearly 100 House Democrats voted present. They didn't want to give their input of yes and no. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to tell these 100 Democrats, not, uh, 92 Democrats voted present. So nearly these 92 Democrats that said, we're going to vote president because we don't want to vote yes or no. You showed us what you believe. And ladies and gentlemen, look, anti-Semitics is high right now. You know, it is high because because of the war in Israel. You have these pro-Hamas protesters running all around saying genocide. Israel's committing genocide. And look, them saying they, they surely could condemn it does not, you know, it really don't do nothing. It's just to say we condemn the violence. And every single representative should have said we condemn that. But 14 people said, and I know it was probably the squad members, no, nah, we don't want to condemn that. We don't want to condemn anti-Semitics. And these 92 Democrats saying, ah, we're not going to vote for it either. We're just going to vote present. Hey, look, look, let's look at both sides of the aisle. They might say, well, they say it's important, so we're not going to vote yes or no. But you saying present, does, it shows that you agree with that. I didn't vote yes. Yeah, but you didn't vote no either. And ladies and gentlemen, look, Lord help me. I'm serious on that. These are our nation's leaders. That can't condemn something wrong like this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny. They had some Democrats because we only got 220 Republicans, give or take, in the House. Um, they all voted yes. You had uh, uh, nearly another uh, 90-something, I guess, vote with them because it was 311. So, oh, yeah, a little, little under 100 Democrats that had to vote with him. Um, who's, the, who's the true racist? I'm just asking a question. All the Republicans voted for this to strongly condemn this anti-Semitic around this country and around the world. Props to the Democrats that voted along with him, but 
they call us racist. But when we vote to condemn something, nah, we're not going to vote for that. We don't want it. We don't want it to be injured. Remember, this is the Democrat Party. This is the same Democrat Party that was against letting the slaves go with the Emancipation Proclamation. These are the same ones that, that, that support the KKK. I'm just, I'm just, I'm bringing out facts. This is historical facts right here. Oh, Taylor Swift is named Times Person of the Year. Why? <laughs> look, look, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I've heard some Taylor Swift songs. Uh, especially early in her career, me and my wife, we were married and uh, my wife, I don't think she likes her now, but my wife used to love Taylor Swift. So we heard a lot of her older stuff, not her newer stuff. I, to be honest with you, there's a lot of conversations and props to Good Fight Ministries. Uh, go check out their YouTube channel. Um, Pastor uh, Joe Shumo, uh, he was a guest on Brothers Assertion, just to let you know. Um, but done a lot of research into Taylor Swift. And there's a lot of things behind Taylor Swift that I don't like, so I don't listen to her. But um, what made her worthy of Person of the Year? Now, if you read the Daily Wire's article... They talk about how she passed over from millionaire to billionaire. This this concert that she's doing all across the country right now, she's making bank, ladies and gentlemen. She she's filling stadiums of eighty thousand to hundred thousands of people. People waiting outside to see uh, Taylor Swift. They call her followers the Swifties, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yeah, okay. So that's that's an accomplishment. I will give her that, ladies and gentlemen. But what has she done? to further humanity to where the New York times would name her the person of the year. Now the New York times have famously made Stalin and I think Hitler and a few other iconic roles as person of the year. Now, if they're, if they're picking these people by the year that they're, 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 uh, they're, they're living and they, how they're recognized all over the world, uh, okay, you know, or, or they're the most popular person because there's so many news articles. You can bring that out. But ladies and gentlemen, why not give this this title of person of the year to somebody that did some significant in this world? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking the question, okay? Because, you know, th there's a lot more people that, that deserve the recognition than Taylor Swift. Look, look, granted, I heard, understand Taylor Swift is a big name, especially now that she's dating Travis Kelsey, and I can't stand to watch a Chiefs game because every time I watch a Chiefs game, the cameras are, where's Taylor? Where's, oh, there's Taylor, and us football fans are like, eh. We're here to watch men clash into each other with helmets and pads. We don't want to see Taylor Swift cheering on Kelsey. Yay! I'm not there to watch that type of football game. I'm serious. I don't, if I see the Chiefs on, if they're on, I'll put them on, but uh, why is Taylor Swift named Times person? There's a lot, there's, there's tons of people in this world that could have that title. Yeah, but she was significant this year. She had a big concert that made her a billionaire. Um, I, I, okay. I'm about to say something. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, you might be mad at me. Um, showing up on stage half naked the, should not make you the person of the year. I'm sorry. I, it's not. Okay. You, a performer does not, they don't, they don't do nothing significant in my opinion. Now, granted, she might donate to nonprofits. She might do stuff like that. I don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, it just, I don't, I don't see why Taylor Swift should be person of the year. That just that is my humble opinion. You could have you could have given that to a lot more worthy people. All right, Comey Jordan threatened to hold Hunter Biden a tip of Congress after he rejects subpoena for deposition. This is member of, of, of we talked about this how Comer and Jordan went ahead and issued a subpoena to talk to Hunter Biden. Uh, they said they wanted to do it behind closed doors. Would have been smart for Hunter Biden to go behind closed door. That means it's top secret. They can't reveal a lot of stuff. But he said, no, I want an open hearing. 
It's funny how Hunter Biden does that. Hunter Biden wa demanding everything he wants and thinks people should bend down to the knee because his last name is Biden. But he told the House Judiciary Committee, nope, I want an open hearing. I want cameras. I want, and like I said, I'm thinking to myself, you a dummy. Okay, you want you want all your dirty laundry exposed, but he knows that, it, and I think this is why he wanted open here. He knows the media is going to cover everything for him. Basically saying, if he says, I didn't do nothing like that, and James Comer shows a proof, the media is going to show him crying, I didn't do nothing wrong, my, my daddy didn't do nothing wrong, and they're going to stop. They're not going to show the evidence. But now he's saying, I ain't going. And Jim's, Jim Jordan and Comer is doing right. They're saying, okay, you don't want to go? Well, guess what? You're a, you're a contempt of Congress, and you're going to be, I don't know if he gets arrested. Um, um, his lawyer last week notified the committee that the president's son rather testify in public hearing instead. Um, let me see what the House Judiciary Committee, James Comer and um, Jim Jordan are threatening to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress after the lawyer for the president's son notified the panel that he will not appear to testify unless he can do so in a public setting. Um, subpoena Hunter Biden to appear for the deposition on December 13th, which is next week, uh, behind closed doors. Uh, let me see. Let's see if, um, if Biden does not appear for his deposition on uh, December 13th, the committee will intent, uh, intentional contempt of Congress uh, proceedings. They wrote, um, I'm trying to see, they don't say what would happen to him. I don't know if he gets arrested or whatever, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden thinks he's big and bad and that he, 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 he I'm not going to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Congress. This is, and look, like I said, behind closed doors, if I, I would rather do behind closed doors. Uh, for some reason, Hunter Biden thinks it's better to have an open public hearing where everybody can hear the facts and how you can debunk all this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, it's already been, it's already been proven that uh, what Biden had, what the Bidens have done was corruption and there was money going to Hunter Biden. Uh, Joe Biden. With that being said, my last story tonight, um, this is from the Daily Caller. Bunch of lies. Biden demands, uh, denies interaction with Hunter Biden's business associates, despised mountains of new evidence. President Joe Biden uh, denied that he interacted with his son's business associates, despised the new email search released by the White House Ways and Means Committee, uh, apparently showing that Vice President, then Vice President, used phenomenon uh some stuff to exchange more than 50 emails with individuals. Mostly during the spring of 2024, Joe Biden conversed with Eric Stallwell, Hunter Biden, business associate and accountant using an alias Robert Warr, according to the email search released Tuesday by the House Weeds and Means Committee. During the time of the emails were exchanged, Hunter Biden joined the board of Ukrainian Energy Forum Burisma Holdings and the documents show when asked about the documents on Wednesday, Biden denounced them as lies. There's, there's emails showing Hunter Biden and Joe Biden talked with his business associates. There's money, mysterious money that went into the, that Joe Biden received from his brother and his son. The president just says lies and walks out. Ladies and gentlemen, look, this is the thing. I, I didn't notice this until the other day. The White House don't want to answer this. Every time a question like this, I, you got to talk to the uh the, the White House counsel and walks away. And when the White House counsel, you got to ask the press secretary. They're, bound, they're, they're passing the buck to the, 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 the closest fool to try to answer this question. They don't have questions. Ladies and gentlemen, there's more evidence. And look, innocent to proven guilty. All right? I will say that. But Biden is up to here in crap. And him trying to get out of it is, is making him sink more and more. And ladies and gentlemen, just to say a bunch of lies and walk off, that don't tell us much. What are, what, expose the lies to us. Tell the White House counsel to expose the lies. What James Comer and Jim Jordan have found, expose that as lies and tell us the truth. But they won't do that because the truth is not on their side. With that being said, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. I did it. 
I did it. I did all the stories that I, I, I no, there was a lot more, but we're gonna have to wait until the next episode to uh, discuss all those stories, I guess, or then there probably will be new stories. So we got to see what happens with that being said. Thank you again, as always for listening. If you can, please subscribe, please follow the show. Please tell your friends if it's, if this was your first time listening to this episode of episode of the Cajun conservative, you are now part of the Cajun conservative family. Come back and hang out with us. We would love to have you guys on future episodes of the Cajun conservative show. I'm Isaac Hayes. Once again, the Cajun conservative. Remember that Jesus Christ is King. He's coming back and come back soon. So don't be fatal of heart. Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus, your Lord and savior, reach out to me. I'll tell you how to make Jesus your savior in heaven, your home until next time you be blessed. My friend, my friends and my family. And he is the open door